Hi everyone, Asia here. If you'd like an easy way to keep up with everything going on at Here Home, sign up for our email list at weareherehome.com slash subscribe or click the link in the show notes to join the family.
and that's when I was like, this is the same dude. <laughs> you must, you must really like, look like someone who goes to Savannah State, like, clearly. Uh, and I said, um, no. Unless that's, unless that's just his pickup line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, he just uses Every that. woman, did you go to Savannah State? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're in Savannah now, Aunt Steph. Yes. What brought you here? So, I am here because I needed a change. So I had visited Savannah several times since like the late 80s. And, you know, I always liked Savannah, but I never thought I'd ever live here. You know, it was just like a really cool place to visit. So I visited a few times since then. Um, but then when your parents moved here, mm-hmm. when I would come and visit them, I'm like, oh, this place is so cool. I love it here. <laughs> I love it here. Um, and I was like, yeah, I could definitely live in Savannah. So. But you had visited before they moved here. Oh much. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. I had visited I had visited visited several times before that. And and I liked it. But Savannah has really changed since the 80s. Mm-hmm. Real like drastic change since then. Um even since the 90s because I I I'd come here then and you know again I liked it but it was never any any place I considered li- relocating to. So after they moved here and I would visit them, I, I just I just loved it. I mean, it was just like so cool and it's just like a good vibe. And, you know, I always had a great time. And I don't know if it was because they were here or just because Savannah had changed so much. Got it. It's probably a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was going through some things and uh, life things and I needed a change. I got a divorce and immediately after my divorce was final, like, the next week. Oh, I didn't realize it was yeah, that quick turnaround. Like the next week, uh-huh. I came here to visit. And while I was visiting, Connie and I were just like, eh, you know, let's go look at some apartments. Why not? And I found this apartment and it was like a very good deal. Yeah. Very good deal. And, I was, and, and Connie was like, I mean, you know, you could, you could move here. Like, yeah, I'm like, like could, why not? Yeah, you can move here. Why not? I mean, you know, what's holding you back? Mm-hmm. When she came to visit, were you kind of mom um, like, ooh, like deep down, I'm going to try and convince her to move here? Well, yeah, because I know she kept saying that she wanted to move here, that she wouldn't, she loves it here so much and that she did not like where she was. And then after the divorce, she's like, you know, I don't even know why I'm there. I don't have any friends here, real friends, because yeah. it was like kind of like our friends, blah, 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 totally. blah, blah. And the only thing holding her back was her granddaughter and so i'm like you know what it's not even that far away from where you are she moved from alabama Mm -hmm. and it's like it's not even far away and i i I was like you know what um asia and evan had a great relationship with mommy and daddy and they were in louisiana and we're in pennsylvania so distance has nothing to do really with that relationship so don't use that as an excuse not to make a move. Yeah, totally. and, and that was, the, honestly, the only reason that I hesitated was because, you know, I was really close to Kennedy and I was used to seeing her at least every week, at least every week. And, you know, I was like, it's just going to change and, you know, I'm going to miss so much and, you know, all this. So I called Corey, my son, Corey, um, your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Corey, if you're listening. Shut up. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, so I called Corey and I was like, Corey, you know, I'm thinking about moving. I said, but you know, the only thing keeping me from, from just doing it is you and Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And, um, Corey was like, mom, look, do what your heart is telling you to do. We will make this relationship work. 
Mm-hmm. There's FaceTime. There's all kinds of stuff. Either you come here to visit, we'll come there to visit. Don't worry about you and Kennedy's relationship. Do what your heart is telling you to do. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, when he said that, did that make you kind of nervous? Jump got real, yeah. man. It was like, oh snap, I gotta do this. <laughs> and you were a and you were a remote worker anyway. I was so. I was mostly so work remote. Wasn't, yeah. So I would I could I would go into work like a couple times a week. Um but I did, you know, have to check with them because there was a policy that you know you had to report in, you know, go to the office at like least, once at a, least once a pay period or something like that. And I was like I'll probably be able to do that, but I might not be able to. Mm-hmm. So I called my the next morning which was a Monday morning, bright and early. I called my my um, my manager and I was like, "Okay, this is what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about moving. I found a place, and I just need the the okay." And he was like, "Well, I mean, I'm fine with it, but let me check." So he had to check with his you know superior, or whatever, and uh, he contacted me back and he was like, "Okay, that's fine. You know, yeah. um, you know the the policy about the once every pay period. If you are able to do it, then you know let's just do mm-hmm. that." Um, but if not, just let me know. <laughs> oh, cool. That's yeah, great. So pr- pretty much um, there was an okay there. So there was no reason not to. Yeah. There was absolutely no reason not to. And I was like, okay. So a few days later, this is it turned into a long answer. So a few days later. That's what this is for. <laughs> I, um, I went back to Alabama, started, you know, found some pl- somebody to move my stuff. You know, got all that kind of stuff. Got the away. apartment by the here end of the that week, she loved. I was, I was out. You were out of there. <laughs> I was like out of there. Wow, it I happened didn't realize how so fast. That was. It happened yeah. so, within two weeks of my divorce being final. Mm-hmm. I was completely moved here. Wow, yeah. wow. So then, since moving here, you've been moving around quite a bit, moving different houses and stuff. Yeah. What, what's that all about? Like, okay, it's been crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. So when I moved here. That really great deal on the apartment was a great deal on the apartment. It was a beautiful apartment. I loved it. But I hadn't lived in an apartment since, I'm, I'm, you know, I moved here. I'm in my 50s. I'm, you know. Because yeah. you were coming from a house. I was coming from a single family a, a, a home. A few houses. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. I've had houses for years. Mm-hmm. I had not lived in an apartment. I don't even remember last time I lived in an apartment. Well, it was okay at first, but then, you know, you got the you proximity, can't, you, can't control you got all your neighbors, neighbors and you have, things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't control any of that kind of stuff. And it's just like so close. Um, so I was like, okay, I, I, this apartment life is not for me. I probably need to find a house. And so I started looking for a house, then the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I moved here in, in August of 2019. By March the next year, everything shut down. Well, I had already put the contract on the house and everything like that. So that was already in the works. Um, and this is a new house you're building? The, yes, the yes. new house. So I got in that house, <clears throat> stayed in that house for a little while. and the For like a year. Estate, for for One year. a year. Mm. The real estate market just blew up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, you know, I mean, I'm not attached to this house. It's cool and everything. I like it, but I'm not attached to it. If I can make a little bit of money off of this, mm-hmm. let me just, why not? So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on the market. I'm going to leave it on the market for about a month or two. See what happens. If it doesn't sell, take it off the market. I'm here. I'm fine. If it does sell, great. Make a little money. Whatever. That thing sold in a weekend. 
<laughs> One over weekend. the weekend. The first over the weekend. weekend. Yeah. And I, I have a question even initially. Uh-huh. Like, what made you not feel, like, attached to that house? Like, you had already spent all that time building it, and when it was, like, a new build, like, why did you not feel attached to that it, house? Well, first of all, I, I usually don't get attached to places. Okay. And, um, and now let's, let's, why is that? Is it because we moved around a lot? When we I, were younger, like that was just our lifestyle being like, I think with so. Our father being I think in the military. so. Every, when I was younger, every four years or so, I got this like really kind of, I got to mm-hmm. get out of here kind of feeling. Sometimes it was before four years, but Remember I always I had this, <laughs> I always had this like, okay, it's time to go. It's time, time to, to go. move. Yep. I got to, I got to do something. Something has to change. Um, so, I mean, even the houses that I lived in, Birmingham, and I lived in Birmingham for a while, Birmingham area for a while. Um, I never got attached to the place. I, I get attached to the, the significance of the people in a place. Got it. Mm-hmm. But not to the structure. Mm-hmm. So that house was nice. It was cool. I mean, yeah. I, it was, you know, um, but it was not someplace that I, I couldn't um, imagine myself not living. Got it. Because home for you is more so about like the memories, the people, the, the sig- moments in your life. Yeah, yeah the, the, the people the in the place, Got not it. the place itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know that was that was it was very easy for me to leave there. It was it's just a house. So my thought was, okay, um, I'll sell this house. I will rent some place for a little while, just until I decide what I want to do. Um, because I had like several different plans. I, I mean, like, <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm so nomadic mm-hmm. that one of my options was, you know, maybe in a few years, I'll just like get like an RV and I'll just like move I around. I so see you doing that. Like, I mean, I get one of those and I've started looking at like online, <laughs> all these beautiful uh, uh, van conversions uh-huh. and just all this stuff. And I'm like, I, I could totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, okay. In a few years, I said, I'll rent for a couple years. And in a couple years, I will know what I want to do. Do I want to buy a place overseas somewhere? I already knew it was going to be Panama. I'll just get a place in Panama and um, that will be my home base, so to speak. And then I'll come and, you know, do whatever. Um, or do I want to just get, get an RV and just move around? Or do I want to actually buy another house somewhere? That, those were my options. Mm-hmm. Well, six months into a two-year lease, mm-hmm. the homeowner decides he wants to sell his house. Mm-hmm. This was when, just so people get the timeline straight, this is when you were in, you are moved out of your house, you had sold that, you were in your temporary renting situation. Right. Got it. Yeah. So it was a rental, and then you had signed a two-year lease because you thought that, that two give years would give you time yeah. to figure out your I next I had a two-year plan. Okay. Yeah. You know, I had a two-year plan, and um, that just blew my two-year plan all yeah. apart. Because the guy decided he wanted to yeah. sell. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was out of the blue. And it was a text. And it was mm-hmm. just out of the blue. <sighs> That's terrible. So here I am now. Mm-hmm. I've moved out of my house. Well, I've moved out of his house. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I, I did not want to be in a situation again where I was at the whim of somebody who might want to sell or might yeah. want to do whatever. So I was like, I'll just buy another house. Mm-hmm. So now that's where I am. So I'm, I'm staying with your parents again. <laughs> Because I'm looking I'm, at my God. mom's face. Oh, <laughs> because I'm in between um, the the house that was not mine, the rental house, and the house that I'm about to um, that that I've already put which a contract an, on, yeah. which is another new build, and they're in the process of building it. So hopefully, within the next couple months, 
I will have a new place. Yeah. And like even when you have that place, you still have flexibility to do whatever because you could rent that place out. You could stay there. You could do whatever. Right. right, Yeah. Right. Huh. Okay. So like how has this moving around affected like or impacted, I guess, the whole starting over process? It, you know, all of the moves, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, have been moves that um, kind of moved me forward. So the move from Alabama to Savannah, that was a move that, I mean, I felt in my heart that that was the best move for me at the time. Um, The move uh, to sell the, to to get out of the apartment, that was something I felt like, yeah, I need to do. I, Mm -hmm. that, uh, this is a progression that I need to make. The move when I sold that house, okay, I got a little extra money. Yes. Yeah. It's a good thing. I'm moving forward. This move has has really that one this last move has really thrown me for a loop because it was not a planned move it was not a move that I had any I felt so out of control yeah and it took me back mm-hmm. to a point in my life where I was just like broken in survival mode mm-hmm. so and it's I, psychologically like emotionally it's, it's a, yes yeah. and yeah. It, and it was like a, a kind of a triggering thing mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. and I didn't like it yeah. I was I was pissed because it was like I actually like I had a plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And now, now I have to because of somebody else. Adapt you have because yeah. of somebody mm-hmm. else. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, I was angry about. So it. then you took back control by, okay, I have to have buy my own place. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of a, a reminder, you know what I'm saying? Like I just yeah. feel like God, the universe, whatever sends like okay, like little hint, reminder. So then it's like you move forward, being like okay. I know what I definitely don't want. Yes, right, again. exactly. Right, yeah. right, exactly. 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 Huh. So I have to look at it that way. Yeah. Because if I don't, then I'm just stuck in, you know, this pissed off yeah. little state, mm-hmm. you know. So what advice do you have? Because I feel like a lot of people will relate to this. What advice do you have for people, especially those who feel like it's kind of too late for them to start over, move somewhere new? Any tips, any guidance? Because I think a lot of people, I think it's very brave what you've done. Like mm-hmm. to post-divorce, move to a whole new state. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I'm giggling because yeah. my aunt's in, flexing. In the, yeah. It's brave to move to a whole new state and start over and just like be like, okay, I'm just going to figure this out. So like what advice do you have for people who might find themselves in a similar uh, decision point? Right. And the, and the thing before you start answering is that thing, like, yes, you're 50, you know, you're so you're... You're a senior. No, no, I'm just joking. (laughs) joking. Yeah, but I don't get the discounts yet. (laughs) Wait, what's funny is you're older than our staff, so you're calling yourself a senior too. Um, But, you know, it doesn't matter if you're, I mean, there are lots of younger people as well, older and younger, all age brackets really, um, can find yourself in, you know what, it might, and it might not be a divorce, might not be the situation, it might not be a bad situation. It could just be like, you know what, I'm just like bored with this place. I need to do something to just you know get out of this funk or you feel like you're stuck in your life and you want to move forward there are things you want to do but maybe you have too much baggage or whatever in this place you know but it's hard to make that leap to the next you know first of all make a plan Mm -hmm. make a plan and i know i just was saying you know this guy's plan this guy threw my plans all out of proportion yes but still (laughs) you have to make a plan um it's very hard. Trust me. Is it real hard to make uh-huh. the decision to do something? A lot of times you kind of mull it around in your mind for a long, long time. But you, gotta, you have to act on it. You have to do something. Because when you look back, you're going to regret 
the the decisions that you were afraid to make yeah. and don't 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 not do things out of fear that's a that's a big deal because um i think a lot of times women especially look at things and we want to see all the different angles that could of the happen. bad stuff that could happen <laughs> um and yeah but there's some there's some good stuff that might happen too yeah like we're quick to think about that what if what right. if what, what if, if and, and the and the mm-hmm. what ifs you know, look at the good what ifs. Don't always just look at, oh, you know, I might regret it because that was my, that was me. Mm. Yes, I probably need to do this and I might need to do that and I probably should do this. But what if I regret it? What mm-hmm. if I do it and I regret it? Mm-hmm. And then I have to remind myself, okay, I might regret it, but at least you tried it. You can, yeah. oh, you, you, you'll never, you, I'll never say, well, I remember when I was thinking of doing that, but I mm-hmm. didn't do it because I was scared. Mm-hmm. Um, another piece of advice is, it's okay to mourn. Oops, sorry. It's okay to mourn the decision. It's okay to mourn what you're leaving behind. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have Even, to feel like excited about the whole process right. of it. It probably won't feel like that. It'll right. Be a lot exactly. Of and I'm just going to use my divorce, <clears throat> for example. That was something that I know needed to happen. And it took me years to make it happen Mm -hmm. but when I made the decision and I verbalized that decision and we decided that that was what we were going to do I was it was like I was grieving because even though you wanted it even though I know I wanted it I needed it it was something I had to do but it was a I was grieving because you know it was not a bad marriage Mm -hmm. but it was just not where I knew I needed to be. And a lot yeah. of times people say, um, well, if you, if you die tomorrow, are you doing what you want to do? Mm-hmm. But I say, if you live for another 20 or 30 or 40 years, is this all you want? Is this right. what you want? Is this it? Right. Mm-hmm. Because this, in my situation, you know, the marriage, mm-hmm. this is not really going to change. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be okay with this for the next 30 years? Right. Right. Even if it's a if it's a job, right? You have a job, and you know you want to do something else. You know you do, and this job is not fulfilling. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not fulfilling, and it's not um, doing anything. You're you're not really getting out of it what you feel like you should be getting out of it. Um, but if you have to stay at that job for another ten or twenty years, mm-hmm. like. Is that okay with you? Are you going to be okay with that? Right. So that's what you got to think about. Yeah. So, I, so like, even at the point when kind of the marriage was breaking down and you guys were talking about this, at that point, were you already starting to make the plan? Like, you already knew you were going to move? Because I think there's a lot of people Mm-mm. who probably... Actually, no. S- okay. No, got I it. didn't. I did not know that because I had my, my grandchild there. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, you know, I'll just move out of here. I'll move into maybe... I. I I had a house there. Mm -hmm. And again, I was going to move into an apartment. Mm -hmm. So that's how the decision to come to Savannah, that was kind of part of it. This apartment that I'm about to move into Mm -hmm. is no better or nicer or less expensive or anything like that than an apartment in Savannah. So I can just move to Savannah and do an apartment. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be in that city there. So, and you want to be in Savannah. So, yeah. And then what really did it for me is. Um, I went out one time and, you know, my ex-husband was born and raised in, in the area that, that I was living in. 
and like everybody knew him yeah. and everybody knew us mm-hmm. together, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, I, I don't, I don't need this. I don't want this. I don't want to be around this. Yeah. He needed you know? a fresh start. Yeah. I wanted, I just wanted to, to be able to just be me by myself Correct. and, and, and Anonymous, anonymously you. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And so, okay, that's helpful advice for people. And also, uh-huh. I just want to also say, don't be afraid to talk through your decisions with a therapist mm-hmm. or some friend who's going to be kind of impartial. Totally. Um, because sometimes you just got to get it out. You just have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're not ready to do it just yet, mm-hmm. just, just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to make you see different angles of it. And be easy on yourself, man. Be mm-hmm. just be easy. Take it easy on yourself because there is a lot of self. Um, like with me, you know, I felt like I, I should have left a long time ago. So I was really, I was angry at myself for not right. Like right. making like that you, move. you felt like you wasted time. Yes, like in I your wasted life. so much time. But I, I, I have to take it easy on myself mm-hmm. and 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 kind of realize that that time that I took to make the move. Mm-hmm. I was building up something. I was building For up some sure. kind of mental muscle. I was yeah. doing something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so just just be easy on yourself. Yeah, and I mean, it's better better late than never, yeah, right? Exactly. That's a phrase for a reason. On the flip side of that, how can, from your perspective, others be supportive of friends, family, whatever, who are going through such significant, like, life changes, especially when it involves a move or just starting over? So... First of all, if you're friends with someone who you know is going through something or you suspect is going through something, don't be afraid to ask them. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Whatever. And if they don't want to discuss it right now, because some people have this thing, you know, it's like I'm thinking about what I'm going to do and I don't want to jinx it. I want to put it out there yet. Right. Because it hasn't, it hasn't ripened in mm-hmm. my mind. So, mm-hmm. so I just need to think on it. Um, just let them do that. Let them do that. Mm-hmm. I had to. I took a trip to Costa Rica Ooh, um, yeah. by myself mm-hmm. because I needed to think, man. Yeah. I just like needed. I needed to be away. I need. I needed to. I didn't want to. I in in my own mind, I had to get things straight. Like, what do you want to do? Are you going to be okay mm-hmm. if nothing changes? Because nothing's changed. Nothing's changed in all these years. If nothing changes, are you going to be okay with that? And I was like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. And so I had to decide, you know, it, it, it was, it was kind of like a, a mental struggle, mm-hmm. you know, like, am I going to, what am I going to do when I get back home? Right. Where, where, what direction am I going in? Am I going to try to force myself to be able to accept something that I really don't want to accept, but I feel like I have to because it's not going to change? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to just have to make a move? Mm-hmm. And that was my thing. And I needed some time and space to just be alone and think about it. So if you have someone, if you know somebody who's going through something, ask them about it. And if they kind of pull back a little bit, it's okay. Don't take it personal. Don't take it Mm -hmm. personal. But then on the other hand, if y'all are out talking and chatting or whatever, give them your advice, like Mm -hmm. your your true advice. Because they might not take it, Mm -hmm. but they might need to hear another perspective. Yes. Mm. Okay. That's tricky. That's hard. Because like, you know, a lot of people will talk about like, not giving unsolicited advice is the best thing. But no. you're, but for you specifically, it was helpful. It was to it, hear it, other it people's perspectives yeah. and opinions. Okay. Um, if it's, and, if and it's it, a person who you really like trust and you trust person, their opinions right. about things, right? right? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. 
Like, I think the person that you're talking to needs to be like a positive person. Mm -hmm. Like, don't talk to somebody who is just essentially a negative person. So if you're a negative person, maybe don't give the advice because mm -hmm. it maybe it won't be like, yeah, you, you know, they don't need pessimistic. any negativity. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, and don't always, you know, if I if I am talking to you. Don't try to give me what you think I want to hear. Right. You know, give just give truth. me give me your true mm -hmm. assessment of whatever it is that I'm asking you about. And again, I may not take your advice, but at least it'll give me something else to think about. Yeah. 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 Um, and again, if if they if you don't hear from a person in a while, again, don't Check take it personal. Them. Don't take it personal because sometimes people just need some space. Yeah. And you can check on them. Like, don't take it personal. Like, for instance, if you're going through something and I feel like I'm close to you, I feel like we have a good relationship and I'm texting you, how are you doing, whatever, and they just say, okay, or whatever, then, I don't know, that's kind of a tricky thing. But maybe me being a type of person who likes to take care of people, like, I don't think I would get mad at somebody. Well, that's not really true. Like, maybe if, if, if I've texted over and over and over and over again mm -hmm. and I never get anything from you, I would take it kind of like, okay, well, well, they just don't want to talk to me. Fine. Well, now that's different, though, because that's rude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's okay. Rude. Yeah, yeah. The person if, could easily say, I'm just going through something right now. Yeah. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Got yeah. It. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. So, you know, in that case, don't, don't be rude. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, to the person who's going through it. Yeah. Don't be rude, because if people sincerely are reaching out, are reaching out you kind of know who is just being nosy mm -hmm. and who is, actually cares. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like also a huge layer to this is, oh, and like a piece of maybe the process of starting over, like healing, I don't know. How has it been, like, coming to Savannah and, like, you are close to, you know, your sister for the first time? And all three of us are, like, newly surrounded by family more than we ever have, especially, like, as adults. Mm -hmm. So, how has that kind of played into this part of your life? I love it so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I has do. it been it's more cool. helpful coming somewhere where there's family? You know, yes, because okay. this is the first time I have ever mm -hmm. in my and I'm and I'm about to be fifty eight. Mm -hmm. This is my the first time that I have ever lived around family as Me an too. adult. Mm -hmm. Me too. Me three. So yeah. you know, I've moved a few times. Mm -hmm. um, I've lived in several different places, but I've never moved anywhere where there was family. Yeah. Um. My my brother and I both lived in Atlanta at the same time back in the, I want to say maybe in the 90s. Mm -hmm. But but you were still that was not, like that was not very long, and I, I was. You I, still were like an hour away from each other or something. Like it was not like close by. Well, at, you were on like different ends. A little bit, a, a little bit like towards the end before he moved to North Carolina, we were mm -hmm. kind of in the same area. But you know that. It's different when it's your sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so. But, but we, uh -huh. we did live, you know, fairly close, but not for not for long at all. Yeah. And you can speak truthfully about this. Is having your family close by always helpful or is it ever like the close proximity? Like you are more forced to talk about things when you're not quite ready to. Do you know what I'm saying? I think it can probably go for both ways for a lot of people. There's pros and cons to being closer to family like in proximity it also know. depends on your relationship probably yeah yeah family. i think yeah. i think absolutely i think it depends on your relationship in your family mm -hmm. um i think for me i haven't seen any negatives mm -hmm. not 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 yet anyway <laughs> don't act up Connie. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> she is kind of mean sometimes. Oh, my God. He hurt my little feelings sometimes. No, I just tell mine you too, mine too. Tell y'all what you need to hear. That's all. Giving you that advice that She's you may so not sassy. take, but I got to tell you. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Um, but no, I, I, because, and I think maybe because I've never really done this before mm-hmm. as an adult, I think maybe I appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't, I don't see any, any negatives, but then our relationship has never been like, we, we've never had like any contention. No, or anything we, like that. We, yeah. Like we have a very good relationship. As a matter of fact, well, like, for, I think one, I said, at one point she was kind of mean to me and I, I had to go to therapy for it, but that was oh, a, whole, whatever. That's a whole different story. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> different story for a different day. <laughs> You're just too sensitive. Oh um, my God. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, I think it's fun as well because like she said, it's, this is the first is the first time for her ever li- living near family. Same for me. Like, we've never, there are five of us kids, and none of us has ever lived in the same area. Yeah. Like, it. so when we lived in Pennsylvania for all those years, I remember being, like, kind of envious of, like, you know, um, one person saying, yeah, every Sunday we have family dinner, and family dinner is, like, all the family, like, cousins, and, like, everybody getting together, and we rotate house. Like, oh, that would be so fun. Or when I hear somebody talking about going shopping with their mom or going here with their sister. I'm like, dang, I wish I could do that. Oh, I wonder if we could ever do that. No, because I'm never living. I'm never living in blah, 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 these different places where people were living. I was like, I'm never living there. So I guess it's not going to happen. So, yeah, it was awesome living here. And, yeah, I think because, you know, people have to take this. Okay, if you don't have a good relationship with your family, if there is toxicity there, then don't live near, near them because that's not going to change. Just because you're living near them, yeah. it's not going to change. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. But so when we're saying family, family could be given family or chosen family, yeah. right? So yeah. it could be like your best friend mm-hmm. instead of your sister. Wherever you like, have a, d- wherever a supportive you have, network. Exactly. Wherever you yeah. have a supportive network would be where you, where we're, you know, talking about living mm-hmm. near. It doesn't have to be your, if, if, if you and your sister, your mom, whoever don't get along, don't move there, you know? So, um, but no, we never had, we always had a good relationship. All five of us have a good relationship. And it's funny because I often say we weren't allowed to fight. Like when we were growing up, like I hear people talking about fighting and this and that. I'm like, we weren't even allowed to do that. Like, what do you mean you weren't allowed? We were not allowed. So if you guys got in a <laughs> we fight, not what grandma and pa would be like. Y'all better stop. We would get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, okay. and, and you better and, stop. And like, there was there was never like, I mean, I hear about people getting into like physical altercations, yeah. and I'm like, what? Okay, this in is your a funny. House? This is a funny. Mm-hmm. This is a funny story. I'm going to tell you a funny story. Mm-hmm. Remember one time? I don't know how old we were, but we were arguing about something, and then we decided we we're going to fight. So <laughs> yeah. uh, we, you decided we, you were going to fight. Well, it didn't yeah. just. And I, it, 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 it kind of erupted, erupted, <laughs> and small little, <laughs> oh, and and so we, but neither one of us had ever fought before, ever, Literally, ever you guys in are our not entire the lives. Kind. No, and then so I remember swinging, but all I did, she had her nightgown. No, that was you. Don't even try it. I See, it she's yours. T- no. She, Connie did the windmill. She like she like did this windmill thing, and I did one, and I did one one time, and my my finger mm-hmm. snatched her nightgown, mm-hmm. and and when I pulled back, it like ripped <laughs> ripped it off, and, and she just stood there like <gasps> clutching her pearls. <laughs> 
everywhere. And then she just ran off. And, and that, that was, was like the God. end of it. That, that was, was the end of it. And that was the first time. And nobody ever got hit. Nobody first ever did anything. And first last. and only mm-hmm. time that we how, ever. How old were you guys when this happened? We, of course, like, we were teenagers. We were teenagers. Yeah. We were teenagers. You know how those. You know how it is. That when is you so goofy. Even for that age. <laughs> it is goofy. When you think about it, it's like that was the extent of our quote unquote fight. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But no, we weren't allowed to. Just like when you and your brother were younger, mm-hmm. if you guys tried to get out of hand or whatever, I made you. Never fought though. No, you never fought. But if you argued, remember, Mm -hmm. I would make you guys hug. Yeah, I hated that. I would make you hug. It's like no, you hug, hug each other, hug it out, hug it. I would make you do it because it's like, look, at the end of the day, mommy and daddy aren't always going to be here, Mm -hmm. and who do you have? You guys just have each other, so Mm -hmm. you better try to get along, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I always be pinching him in the back at the same time. I don't (laughs) say anything. Oh my god. Oh, hey. Talk about me. <laughs> Someone let me know if other big sisters do that. Okay. <laughs> but um, but my, I, like like Connie said, our relationship with our siblings, you know, we've always been pretty close. Even though we've never lived in close proximity, we've yeah. always been close. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and, and not close like talking every day mm-hmm. or even every week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes but, we'll have like group, group uh, phone calls and stuff, though. Yeah. Every, you know, every once in a while. And we make sh- we make it a point to get together once every couple of years, you know, to mm-hmm. all get together. And especially so, now. Especially now, since our parents aren't here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you guys are both enjoying living close to each other. Yeah. Are you enjoying living near us? Are you enjoying living near <laughs> your mom as an adult? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I am. I think it's a lot of fun. I, I agree with that. I think being older, I value it much more. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was younger, I never... I mean, I guess same as you, Mom. I would he- like I knew my school friends whenever would have family nearby, and that sounded cool. But I kind of also didn't care. Like I didn't really think much about it. I had my friends. No, that's not really true because I can remember times when you'd say you wish you went to school with your cousins. I do remember. I mean, hypothetically, it would be nice, but mm-hmm. it's not like I thought wasted any time being yeah. upset about it. Really, mm-hmm. no, you were never. Um, upset and there was never a time where I thought like, "Ooh, maybe I'll move to like down south." Where my yeah. like, I never made any active plans, even thought about that. So it was not on my mind at all. Mm-hmm. And I think really, if I grew up with that, I probably wouldn't have, you know, appreciated as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I enjoy it a lot. I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any, any negatives about it. Same as on Stephanie. So far. <laughs> <laughs> so far. I mean, just the, 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 one thing, the one thing that I remember when I moved uh, here for the first time is I, it was, this, is, this is more so dead, but I had to remind you guys, I was like, okay, don't just pop up at my house. Like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll you guys. Dad. Yeah. Call, text, <laughs> see if I'm around, and then I'll say yes, and then you can come over. Yeah. But there was a while. I think they were just excited, so they'd be like, "Okay, uh, we're around the corner." I'm like, oh, not me. That, that was not me. That was your dad. That was not me. So that 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 was the one boundary that had to be set. But once it was, it was all smooth sailing. And I have to remind him from time to time. Yeah. And I have to remind him, do not call her at six a.m. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. call her yet mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna call asia and do not call her yet it's 7 a.m i mean he can try now my, now my phone's always on do not disturb most oh. of the time so he can do whatever <laughs> well that's really helpful on stuff i appreciate you sharing this story because i think it's gonna be helpful for a lot of people regardless if you're right mom like whether it doesn't have to be a divorce but could mm-hmm. be any like life phase where they're like i could not do this for another 30 years yeah you have to make a change mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. and and you know what think of think of yourself Mm-hmm. You know, I know sometimes it sounds um, selfish, um, and especially with people who have kids or grandkids or whatever. 
or a significant a significant other who maybe y'all are not moving in the same direction mm-hmm. you know sometimes you got to let it go and it could just sometimes be some- you got to let it go sometimes yeah. you just have to make a change and a lot of times the change that you make um it is a hard change you're not always going to it's not always going to be like oh i'm so excited on it sometimes it's like oh my god i got to do this i got to do and this and i have to say too sometimes you will make your plan you'll make your move and then when you get there it's not unfolding the way you had in your mind, right? So then, but then you have, to, and then you're starting to go into that, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. No, it's not that you shouldn't have done it. You're in this new place. Now, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like these things you had in your mind, oh, you're going to make all these new friends. Well, you just didn't have in your mind the part where you have to put effort into going out and meeting these people, right? Um, and you kind of taught me that because that happened to me, really, when I moved to Savannah. And it was not because of any significant thing. It wasn't because of the divorce or because of anything. Mm-hmm. It was just we were we were living somewhere. Kids were gone. And we're like, well, your dad was like, why are we living here after like a 30 inch snow? Mm-hmm. Why are we living here? We don't have to live here. Let's go someplace where, you know, we don't have this snow, blah, 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 whatever. We moved here and then it was exciting. And and then I thought, oh, I'm going to have all these friends. Like I had it one way in my mind. This and is, it's crazy this, how we even think like that, because what would prompt you to think you're going to show up to a new city and suddenly just, have all these friends? Right, right. Like, <laughs> where'd they come from? How am I going to make these friends? Right? See, I, but I did have a plan with that, though. I okay. got a job. Okay. And I'm like, well, I'm only getting this job so that I can meet people. But mm-hmm. it just so happened that I met people, but it's not people who yeah. were going to be my friends. And you whatever. didn't like the job, so and you decided to be yeah, pretty negative. Whole, <laughs> um, but, but then, you know, and I talked to you about it, Asia. Mm-hmm. And then I remember you saying... Well, mom, I mean, you like making your jewelry. Why don't you just make a meetup? Yeah. And I even hard, had a hard time with that. Like, you talked me into doing a meetup. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, what if nobody comes? She's like, well, whatever. What if people come? Yeah. And yeah. so I did Remember it. the what if thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah. I did it. And I'm not a negative person, right? So that what if thing, anybody can kind of slip into that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I did the meetup thing because you made me do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people came. Yeah. And then guess what? One of my, you know, closest friends from Savannah mm-hmm. that I met in Savannah had come to the meetup. And that's how I met her. That's how it I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you move to the new place. You put yourself in that new situation. Things aren't happening. But, you know, you got there's still work to be done once yes. you get to that place. Yeah. And you and, can't and, just get there and then just like, oh, guys. And, <laughs> and sometimes it's hard. I mean, I'm an introvert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I work from home. <laughs> yeah. I'm at home a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's it. And and I don't I, I, I like being I like being home alone. Mm-hmm. But I also have to realize that I I gotta get out of that a little bit. Yeah. I have to put myself out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and I also don't want her to depend on me, right? So it's yeah. kind of like, and I do, yeah. <laughs> but, that's kinda, but you know, that's like we were in, in high school. Yeah, in high school, I was like that too because I've I've always been like shy and introvert or whatever. And she always had two big sisters that she could like tag that makes along sense. with, yes. right? Yeah. So yeah. she never had to really mm-hmm. put herself out there and do things on her own. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Isn't that funny so, how, like, the same dynamics from childhood, like, continue up yes. through even adulthood. adulthood. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, I want her to branch out and I want her to get her own friends. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't want to hang out with her. Yeah. But just because I think it's healthy. Yeah. Like, you need that, you know? 
So it's like we were out with some friends <laughs> yesterday, right? We were out with friends yesterday. Mm-hmm. And one of them said that she, because she's single also, your same age bracket. And she said that, and you're like, well, how do you, and she meets people all the time. You're like, how do you do that? Where do you go? She's like, well, I'll just go someplace and I'll sit at the bar and whatever. And then somebody else come and we'll start talking. Mm-hmm. And so you got to start putting yourself out there. I, I know I need to. But it's it's not easy, and especially it's, especially it's not easy for someone who is I'm not outgoing. Yeah. yeah, but then you got to start like so. You did say like your neighbor, the mm-hmm. place where you just moved from, that you and your neighbor were friendly, and then you said, you know, maybe I'll keep in touch with her. Well, you should. You should invite mm-hmm. her since you're not going to see her now because you moved away from there, mm-hmm. and you you guys had a good relationship. You like her. Invite her for lunch one day. Yeah, you know, and then idea. that starts. So you have to, yeah. you know, as an introvert, you're probably not thinking of that next step but think of that next step you guys have a good relationship when you're living next to each other you like each other so that can carry on go to lunch Mm -hmm. have fun you know Mm -hmm. so yeah so you just have to make yourself do those things yes absolutely absolutely we're proud of you Aunt Steph thank you I think it's great I think it's great and for the record her move here did not do anything for her relationship with a granddaughter. It maybe only just made it better because now she gets to have her like for a whole week or whole yeah, two weeks at that's a time. True. Or, yeah. And you see her quite often. So yeah. yeah. I do. I do. Um and I have to I have to thank my son for that, really. Because yeah. you know, he um if I'm not there, mm-hmm. then he makes it a point to come here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we do a little FaceTime and all that kind Constantly of stuff. Constantly mm-hmm. FaceTime. She's at swimming lessons. Okay, FaceTime so, you know, grandma's going to see you swimming. It's like you're always there, even though you're not physically there. Yeah. You're, she still sees your face and is talking to you and stuff. So yeah. that's good. Any good final job, words Rachel. of wisdom for the people? <laughs> um, I guess just, again, make a plan. If there's something you want to do, always think about, like, what's, what's the next step? And don't be afraid sometimes. I mean, you know, like I said, this last move is not, was not something that I planned. It's not something that I even wanted. Because sometimes life just throws your curveballs. sometimes <laughs> it happens. Mm-hmm. And you just have to adapt. Mm-hmm. And just keep moving. Keep moving forward. Thanks, y'all. Good Thank you. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, we're out. Okay. <laughs> you said we're out. Good job. We're out of here. <laughs> Great job. Great job. Thank See, that wasn't hard at all. Yeah, was that wasn't hard at all. <laughs> <laughs>